Okay, being that it's Halel Lag Bamer, we'll begin with what I think is a possible taich in a famous Gemara. It talks about Rishim Bayechai. There are 50,000 Gemaras that talk about Rishim Bayechai. But this one is famous. It's on Daf Lamed Gimel in Shabbos. You couldn't make that up. Nothing's a coincidence, even the layout of Shas. So the Gemara tells the famous Misa what triggered Rishim Bayechai's flight and sojourn in the cave for so many years. Amara tells Amaisa that Rabbi Yehuda was once discussing, and we're going to try to explain why would he be discussing this. He's a Tanayim, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, and never had any Sikha Betewa. And he said, Kama Nama Sam Shalom Azu, he's talking about the Romans. Do so much good. Tiknu Shvakim, they made shopping malls, Tiknu Kisharim, and they built bridges, Merchatzaz, public bathhouses. That was his comment. Rabbi Yesi Shasak, Rabbi Yesi heard this, he didn't say anything. Everything they did was for themselves, not for the public welfare, they, uh, that's their PR. And he goes on to explain the Shvakim are for Zainus, the Merchatzaz is for themselves, and the Gesharim are for collecting of taxes for tolls. Yudem and Geim was listening. We don't know that much about him. Doesn't strike you as a Russia. Certainly uh, made a mistake here. Whatever reason he told it over to the Romans, or he wanted to give Rabbi Yudah a compliment, and he complimented you, and then he told over the whole story by accident. Whatever the case may be, but the Gemara says that he told it over. He didn't tell it over directly to the government. He told it over to somebody. And eventually was heard by the Romans, and they decreed Amra Yehuda, who was complimentary to us, Rabbi Yehuda, yes Allah. And in the context of this Gemara, they made him the Rosh Hashanah, which he would have been Rosh, one of the Rosh Hashanah, they made him the Rosh Hashanah. They sent him to exile, Baruch Hashem, only Tzipuri. Could have been worse, I suppose. Shimon Shegina Yaharg Shemechai, who was Maganos, should be executed. They put a search warrant for his arrest and he went into hiding. First, he didn't, and the Rebison was bringing wheels, then they realized it was a kind of for her, and then they went to the cave. And the rest, as they say, is history. What was the Machalik Zabiyud and Rabshimon here? We have many Machalik Zabiyud and Rabshimon and Shas. This is one of them. So we spoke during the Chukasayim Shirim about Loisi Chanim. Sechanim is one of those Yisurim, it's a Dereisa that you have to think about in every situation only because often, quite often, it's mutter. When you're complimentary for either Dakar Shalom or business, you get promotional items, you're giving matnas chinas, not chinam, nothing's for free. So all that is mutter. And I believe that it's probable, Rabbi Yudha felt, that it's good to point this out, either the people should have a karasatayv to the malchus, even if he knew that they were doing it self-serving purposes, but if you point it out, people will be nice to them, and the more you compliment them, uh, maybe the more uh, they'll do it, and they'll be nice, and they won't persecute. Or to point out the chaste Hashem, if that was primary, they were living in a Medina Shamalchus, G'daylam in America pointed that out, continue to point that out. Medina Shamalchus now is far more Medina Shal Chesed, far more Chesed than the Romans ever did on their best day. Uh, one could claim 
you guys don't say it is over. One could claim that it's self-serving, and um, the Mila, it's a democracy, self-serving for whom? Okay, whoever happens to be in office. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Uh, Romans also had somewhat of the beginnings of a democracy, but it wasn't anything like it was today. They didn't have Jewish Heritage Month, whatever that's supposed to... Uh, I mean, still writing up a whole proclamation now. We benefit so much from the Jews, and they're led into the nation. It's gavaldic. It never happened uh, in gullus conditions before. So okay, maybe this is all serving the votes. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But for the recognition of Chaz de Hashem, it's certainly something to point out. And either of those pshatim, something together, it's going to be why Rabbi Yehuda brought it up. So why do Rabbi Shemechai hold? You have to point out that uh, they're doing it for their own self-serving purposes and perhaps nefarious purposes. There is the Lesechayim Isser, as you all know, is because we don't want... Yidin getting close to their culture, to the people, because it rubs off. We don't want a close relationship. We want it civil. And perhaps if Shem Ba'echai felt that people might take this and run with it, we had that problem with the Greek culture. Many ran with it. Uh, that was the story of Hanukkah and the Mizyavnim. And there were enough uh, tzedukim and the like under the Romans. So it could be he felt there was a very real need to point out uh, that there's evil behind this, and therefore he didn't want it to go unnoticed and without comment. That's a machalikis tanaim, like, Bashe Husham, is it a bigger mile to point out what they're doing, or to be showing a curse of to them, or to point out that don't get lured in, this is not for us, and they're not our friends, and don't try to assimilate. They're both true, which is why there's a machlekes tanan. So I think that's very contemporary, that message, if that's the machlekes. Yeah, there was a machlekes. Rabbi Yehuda made the statement for a reason. He didn't feel like schmoozing. That didn't happen. And Rabbi Shemechai knew it was risky to say anything, and he said it anyway. He felt it was important. Yes? I was going to say, maybe it's not a machlekes. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda agrees. But because after she felt that, as we see what happened, you have to, you have to say the shepherd, but he took to say the wife. Okay, so what, what did Rabbi Shemechai hold? He, he held... Right, so, that's what I'm saying. So you need, I think Rabbi Huda understood that it wasn't always the Shem Shemayim. Shem Ba'chai understood there's a reason to recognize Chaz Shem and to recognize what they're doing and thank them because it's good for you. So I think they're both right. Uh, the question is, the Machalikas is by Shehu Sham, whether Rabbi Huda didn't have to bring it up. He brought it up because he was trying to perhaps teach people we have to say Maidim and Mokavana, we have to perhaps. Talk to them with more graciousness. Shem Ba'echai was worried about all the Tzdukim and the people who were assimilating and said, yeah, you've got to point out to the other people that they're not our friends. And both are true, and certainly both messages are true in this Medina Shul I guess certainly during Jewish Heritage Month, whatever you're doing to celebrate that. Maybe we should celebrate by having more of our heritage and teaching all the other Jews about our real heritage. That would be, uh, be good. And... Uh, I uh, might be an opportunity once they're talking about Judaism to connect it more with their Judaism. So might be a cure of opportunity. Okay, so that's the uh, Lagbarimer message, the message for all year round. Let's go to your single sheet, which is the only one you have in front of you right now. We need this marmakam just to get an understanding of what the Chavaziar is about to say. And then we will go back to the Chavaziar for the remainder of the time and for next week. And get back to his arguments. He's in the middle of discussing uh, what the umdana is, whether the brother gave the mother all the food and support for, obviously for keeping of aim, but uh, for the 
fact that uh, not mentioning a thing was just a better way to go because she's going to get annoyed why bring it up, but having full dust get paid back. And his next argument on behalf of that brother is going to be that we have a claw on the initial letter mitzvah which is against him, or maybe did it for free, he's doing a mitzvah, and his discussion why he thinks that shouldn't apply. So in order to understand this claw, I just copied a lot of rate on this, basically two famous gemaras. I have to copy here the Pesachim because uh, that was the most concise overview of what the Machoikis is and the possible steer between two Gemaras and what the answers are. Pesachim is written by Rablau, who was a Dayan on the Benats, so was uh, considered uh, one of the greatest Peskim in, in Chesha Mishpat. And obviously, uh, this is found in Perik Vod where it talks about the Isser of Sheva, Shalomi Das Gazlan, how you can't borrow things, Stam, and assume he's okay with it. We once discussed the Machlekes, Shach, and Tesis, and how we paskin, whether it's a very good friend and there's someone of an Umdana, how much of an Umdana do you need? Even quite the shach, you need a very good umdana, and as I mentioned with my pens in the best medrash, I was their good friend, and every time I turned around, my pen was gone, and they thought it was an umdana. I would be happy if they brought my pen, and I kept reminding them, why would I be happy if I'm in the middle of writing something? So, <laughs> got to be very careful. We use the shach, the shochan acharav, and others, paschal like places that you can't really borrow anything unless you ask, um, unless you ask them seven times, and he's getting annoyed, why do you keep asking me? There are cases that everybody agrees to the shach, and there are cases that the shach wouldn't say it. So you've got to be very careful with this. And one of the examples given is as I started mentioning last night, uh, you come in, you don't have a tefillin, and um, he's, his tefillin is on the table, he dives into the 645, you're at the 8, and he's not the type to come and put tefillin on twice, although that's not us, and it's not a tefillin to and you know how to rewrap them, and you took a shower. You put all that together, we have a klal of it doesn't cost them anything. That's the easy application. Everything else is a little more complicated. Let's see the top line where he quotes the Sefer. The first Gemara, we have two main Gemaras we're going to discuss as I mentioned. The first Gemara is the Gemara Pesachim where it talks about a guy, this is not an uncommon shaylu. He's going somewhere for Pesach. And he's renting somebody's house, or he's going to a hotel. And he thought the understanding was that he's showing up every Pesach in the morning. It was Becheska's Baduk, which the hotels will all tell you it was if you show up the night before. But if you show up the night before, you should do Badika with a Bracha. And people always ask me about the 10 pieces of bread. That the hotel owner might get a little antsy about. So that's not in our cave. But. Here, the guy showed up and it was supposed to be Cheska's Badak already, and he found out that he didn't do it. So, what's the din? Shailiz, he's paying rent over here as part of the package. Nimsar says, not a Mechotos. So, it's not a Mechotos, number one, that you can't ask for some money back for the fact that you have to do it now. And then the Gemara adds, even in cities where the Minik was, they used to pay other people to do it. Today, um, I guess if you have a very large house, you might get some help and pay somebody to do it, even, well, people don't, even if there's a minute to pay people to do it, and now he can't find somebody, he's going to have to do it himself, or if he gets somebody, it's going to cost him money, and that's out-of-pocket money. Even if the minute was to pay somebody, he's going to have to open his wallet and pay somebody, that's fine, but people love paying for mitzvahs. 
And therefore, it's still not a mekaltelz, even if it's out of pocket. Fascinating. And the landlord doesn't even have to pay him back for the $50 he paid for the bedika. It was supposed to be. That's why the Gemara Zahavmin, it's a mechotos, at least either total mechotos, because I don't want to deal with this, that's why I paid you big bucks and I'm going on vacation, or at least pay back $50. And the Ron says, neither, because people love spending money on mitzvahs. So what's your problem? That's the first context of this. So he's not going to complain about $50, he loves spending $50. So that's not a day. I mean, it's a mitzvah to cook for yantif to have food. It's a hersha mitzvah. The bedika itself is a mitzvah. That's important. So he's not going to complain. He says he should send him a thank you note. Thank you for uh, not living up to your deal in the contract of uh, handing me a room. That bedika was done because now at least I got the opportunity to do my bedika and I didn't even do it. I had to pay for it. Gavaldi. Okay. So uh, that's this is the Ron says he doesn't even have to pay him back for the fifty dollars. I'm not trying to be facetious. The, it's about to point out, but the Gemara says not only can he have tainas, the fact that Badika wasn't done, even if he has to lay out money, at the end of the day, he's really happy about putting out money for the mitzvah. The Ran over there says, not a mechal toast, but he's got to pay him back the $50. Even though it's not just he's borrowing my trillin, it's actually an outlay of cash. We still say, So, is that across the board? So, the problem is, is that we have another Gemara, which is going to mention soon, but I'll mention it now just so we understand what the steer is. It says, you cannot assume a guy wants to lend a safe tear out. And the Rishayim say, who had done this farm? His farm were rare for the printing press, and Sefer Terror is expensive even after the printing press. And uh, the guy is not okay with you borrowing it without Rishus. We don't apply the case over there. So what's this in Sefer Terror and Medikas Chamitz? And what's this in Sefer Terror and Tefillin and Talis? That's the, that's the Shaila that they're grappling with. Tiritz. We have a number of possible chilukim, and they all could work, depending on the case. He says, that's the moment that comes from the mitzvah, he's wearing a tzitzis, and tzitzis last X amount of time, X amount of levishas, until they start wearing out. So you buy a pair, it'll last you 75,000 levishas. But he wore it a couple times, very small amount of money, that people are okay with. No outlay of cash, and the small kilkel, ah, the uh, bedikas chametz. I said $50, maybe that sounds like a lot, maybe it just cost a few, uh, few shekel. Because at least, even if it's more expensive than the kilkel and the tzitzis, at least it's b'shasa siyas mitzvah. But if it happens afterwards, the guy comes over, finds your folded talus, he wears it, and you don't fold it again. And now it's going to get all messed up and wound. So that a guy is not Michael, besides the chutzpah of not folding it again, but now it's not even the wear and tear from his mitzvah, he just didn't have the consideration to fold it afterwards. Then we don't apply the claw. So first chalik we have is is the money being used b'shasa mitzvah afterwards? 
the tzitzis is a very small amount of money, but at least the shas ha-mitzvah, and even the because chametz, you have to pay somebody because he's a few dollars, but at least it's the mitzvah itself that he's okay with. Magen Avram after the brackets. Magen Avram kasel achale ben hesegadol lebein davar muot tzitzis. The wear and tear is very small, and even the bedikas chametz. How much the cost for him to spend an hour in your bedikas chametz? So people are happy to part with that money. That's chilek number two. But should shara frayim hiksha gamken kushuzu vaid hiksha mahad armina bal matziyeh brings in the sefer teira gabi sefer teira shenar rishay lahashil amu gemara mad the tam and ichalei leinish as a havamina that he's happy to give a sefer teira kamashma and that he's not mashma d'lo armina behefs the mom and ichalei sefer teira is a very expensive item. The difference over there is the Sefer Torah. We want to know, can you take a Sefer Torah without his Rishus? Like Shol Shalom Das. That, coupled with the fact that Sefer Torah is expensive and he doesn't even know about it, that we can't assume Nikolai. Maybe, yeah, but we can't assume it. As opposed to the Bidigas Hamas. He got there, he didn't know they got to take care of it. But now, he's faced with the issue. Does he want to spend the money now? He's taking care of it. The answer is yes, as long as he knows what he's spending. And it's his mitzvah, and you can put it with the other terror, it's Bashas Maisa. He doesn't mention that, so then he's okay with it. Skip to the next bracket. Void Kasav, this is the Shire Frame still. Latarist, after the shiny Sefer Terror, Shein Derech Lashila. Most people don't loan the map, is this so expensive and rare? Kamashu Rasina Gabi Sfarm in the olden times. Shakasav Rif, Rabbi Natan. Shei Sfarm Yukarm, Shein Derech Lashila, because they're afraid to wear and tear, and they can't be replaced. It's not even the money, I can't replace it. And if you rip it, it can't be... Uh, somebody can start finding another safe like that, another city and copying it over, but uh, we can't picture the scene. You know, we had, they used to have... Uh, the Chidah was a Meshulach from the Shiva and He was the double of Dar. Uh, but he used to travel all around the world. The Chidah is fascinating. And he wrote, um, he wrote Sfarim like uh, <laughs> it was a daily occurrence. He had a photographic memory. And he used to go to places in Europe and just finds farm that he never saw before and read the whole thing and then leave the safer there. That was in his head. He went into the Vatican, I think. Just memorizes before microfilm and the little day, just memorized everything. So it's far more hard to come by. You think the Chidah saw everything already and there are truths written all the time and they'll say, Vein Tachas Yadi, the following Svarim and like every Bar Mitzvah gets that in triplicate. We don't realize what we have. So they were expensive then, and therefore he says, we don't apply. And so they say, for we don't apply. Nichalai ben mitzvah v'amayne. Mashain ken gabi chametz. Ev shalom and nichalai. Shain lehesem mamets. He spent a few dollars. That people are happy to do. Void kasa b'shem ha'shol. Another answer. Shain ni chametz. Shu ba'atzma b'kayma mitzvah. Chametz, he's doing the mitzvahs. He's happy. He's, he's hiring the guy. He's involved. He's there. He's watching. Amin ha'nichalai. Gam makam chesar and kiss. Mashain ken ha'shol. Sev which is a chesed, but he's not leaning out of it. Because he's not doing the mitzvah. So you have a number of chilukim, a lot of money versus a small amounts, an irreplaceable item like a sefer terror, whether it's bashas the mitzvah or afterwards, or whether he's actively involved. Those are the various possibilities. There's ultimately these few makaris. Of course, we're going to bring it back now to the fellow who's spending money to feed his mother. It's bashas maisa. That's good. It's his mitzvah. And how much more expensive? He has a family of six anyway. I don't know how much the family was. It's quite the many of these terutsim, we should say that maybe the umdana is nichalai, and that should go against him over here. So we'll see how the Chavaz is going to use that. Yes? 
Yeah, the Shaila is the Ramban says the guy has to at least pay him back, but the Ramban says he doesn't even have to pay him back. Why not? I was forced to do the mitzvah, so I'm, I got to take care of it. It's a few hours till Pesach. I'll find somebody. We'll get it done. We'll sleep the place, and we'll get it done. But why does he have to pay him back? Why is he mutually when he himself objects to it? He says, "I want to get rid Well, the that's an interesting question. Is the case where he's saying that Mustama of the Gemara is based in the Shaila? You have to at least entertain that possibility. And the answer to that question, which is very important for our truth as well, is that whenever somebody's a basin, they tiny something, and we're trying to base the Allah on umdunas, which we don't always do, sometimes it's clear-cut. This truth is based on umdunas. He has no right to say that I meant this if it goes against every umdun we know and nobody in their right mind would have that umdun, or so few people it would make them look ridiculous. So he's trying to build a case that the umdana is in this one son's direction. He's not on his side. He just happens to hold that. That is the umdana. And he's trying to build a case. The umdana is that he's trying to be nice to his mother. He didn't bring it up, and that's why he didn't bring it up. But he wants to get paid back, and most people would want to. That's, that's the case he's trying to build. So over here, yes, the guy's probably complaining. He's annoyed that the guy didn't live up to his contract, and that he has to deal with this. He just says, is a pressurized time. So he says, I, I wrote to you, I sent you an email that I'm coming in the morning, and he's supposed to be taken care of. Okay, so put that aside. That doesn't make a mechotos. That's the first statement of the Gemara. He's obviously also annoyed enough to complain about the $10 or $50 or $5 he's spending on this to hire somebody. And we say that since the umdana is that nichalei l'inish, love this one money, that's such a strong umdana, you're the Yitzman HaKlala and you can't even complain. That's, that's what's going on over here. So I'm glad you raised that, but that's, that's clearly what's going on in the Gemara. There. And that's not always the case. Sometimes <coughs> the Yitzman is not so clear-cut, so then the guy can't say that he was saying basically, Bothla Daite Tzakaladam. Like, everybody else would be happy to spend the money, you're strange, and therefore we're not reimbursing you. But it's a Machalik Zerushayim. So with Tfilin, it's, that's why I threw in the American part of it with the finickiness. If, you know the guy's very finicky, certainly with the talus over his head, or the talus on his body, and Tfilin's pretty snug on the body also. And uh, you know the guy, and you're standing there, and the guy uh, was wondering, uh, can I take this guy's Tfilin? If you know for sure the guy would be mocked, or you're pretty sure, you should probably stop the guy. Because there are enough finicky people, certainly in America, that it's not so strange. I don't think we say Buffalo Dice. There's just what we don't know. We assume most people wouldn't mind. No, unless it's such a strong umdana that we don't start arguing with the guy. But again, this is all Machlech, because Ramban disagrees with this. Ramban says, no, 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 he wants to get paid back. This, but he's just trying to touch in the Ran what, why the Ran would say he couldn't get paid back. And the answer is we have a wonderful umdana, and even if he's tiny not so, we say, but I think by the Tillin and the Talis, there's enough mira matsui that if we have a feeling or the guy's objecting, what the guy stand there and says, no, you can't take my Tillin. They're not going to say, no, I heard a sheer. Guy's objecting, so um, and it's not bizarre. So it's not here. He didn't. They're also saying the Gemara that he spent the money already. Now he wants it back. And the Shaila is similar to our Shaila. When you spent the money, did you plan on getting it back? Are you asking now? Because somebody told you you should get your money back. So you can also touch it like that. That he's he's coming afterwards. He had only an hour to pay off, so he took care of it. Now the Shaila is, does the guy have to reimburse him? So like the count of time over here, you could say no. You had a mind that you're not going to ask for money. Now you change your mind. Then we're going with Yumdana, so that, that's uh, part of the issue also. Okay, so that is the, the background to what the Chavazia was going to mention. I'm just going to, I'm not going to give it out because you only have two minutes. Did I see a hand? I'm just going to begin the paragraph of where he goes with this. Read a few lines here. Lokasha Masha Omer Chazal Psachim, Dalaran Beis, the Gemara we just quoted. Nechalinish Levimitzel Mamane, 
Hainu, so he says that's limited to a mitzvah, that's a mitzvah that he has to do. And his point's going to be, okay, well, he is a son. First of all, the Iker mitzvah is not on anybody's mishalav. Okay, it's taka. Then then who's the mitzvah on? Well, it's on him, and it's on his brother, and it's on his other brother, and it's on his other brother. So why should he, if she had no money, why should he take it upon himself? So he already said before, if she had no money, then he should have said something that's straight to mitzvah stalker. And it wasn't in their house, and somebody had asked me at the shir, maybe they could tell him that they want a chetik in the mitzvah, and if um, you're going to start asking us money, we wanted to have her for a couple of years. That might be a taina. But I said that, that's not the case here. The case is she had money. So she had money. The mitzvah is not ramyaleh. It's not incumbent upon her to do this. He passed Mishalav, in this case, Mishalain. So she had the money. Why shouldn't he have the das? That's, that's an argument over here. True. If somebody's got to pay, then we think people are happy to pay for mitzvahs. But why should they do that if the other person has money? Certainly, if it's going to end up benefiting the siblings, why should he give them a free gift? That's, that's the theme he's going to keep repeating over and over again. Okay, so Mitzvah Shem will pick that up next week.